Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got a little prize to yes, give away, we right? Do. All right, let's do it. The seventh caller who calls in, you get to uh, win tickets if you can go see the movie, The Book Club, the next chapter. Um, it's going to be next Thursday night, the 27th, and um, we're going to do some fun stuff before the movie, and it's at Showplace Icon um, West End. If you can join us, give us a buzz, 651-641-1071. In the book club, it's with Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, Diane Keaton, Mary Steenburgen. Steenburgen, whose name looks like Steinberger. Right. <laughs> um, Andy Garcia, Don Johnson. And it's four best friends. They're going to Europe this time. It was Didn't a cute we movie. watch this? Yeah, it was a, a first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cute. It's cute. It's happening. I have got breaking news for you, Laurie. All right. I'm excited. Okay, because I see we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin. And um, it has just come out 28 minutes ago that Alec Baldwin will play a fictionalized version of himself in a film with none other than Mickey Work and Nick Cannon. Oh. Tara Reid is also going to be in it. What? In a crime comedy inspired by true events. Oh, boy. It is. It's going to be called Hollywood Heist. It marks this first guy's dictatorial debut and, and debut, and it follows a power agent, Nick Cannon, okay. who's trying to land an actor, Alec Baldwin, by telling him that a movie producer, this Hatton guy, is and a washed-up actor are trying to save Mickey their productions. Yeah. Obviously, he's the washed-up actor. Mm, their bank account was robbed. I mean, they're playing exact Baldwin, Bork, and Reed are playing exaggerated versions of themselves. So this. It sounds like, like an. It sounds like Alec Baldwin needs money, and no one's going to work with him right now. Well, no, it sounds like someone is going to work with him well, right now, and he's filming Rust in Montana. But I look who's in this movie. Yes, I know, That's I know, I my... know, I know. Well, you know what? Everyone's got to work this on its premise. It doesn't sound. Too, it doesn't sound too bad. Too bad, and I mean, I do think that. Um, we could just do a thought experiment in the sense that yesterday when Alec Baldwin, um, you know, when the the new district attorney realized that the evidence that the previous district attorney thought that they had, you know, buttoned enough down to, enough to yes. charge him that um, really they didn't because there was something off with the gun that did make it fire on itself or yep. fire itself, which is what Alec Baldwin had claimed, claimed it did since the beginning. Right. But he just was such as always, he's a very thoughtless person. And so yesterday, okay. So imagine you've had these involuntary manslaughter charges. It's been dominating your life since it happened. And it's, been traumatic i'm sure for him and, absolutely um but also you're famous and you're rich and you have a bulldog personality so what do you do you uh, learning the news you you just take a breath but no you put on instagram a both both he and uh, hilaria put on instagram he put up a very 
pixelated, weird photo, like, you know, blurry. I'm so grateful for this woman. Hilaria. Hilaria. And you too, Luke, in parentheses, his lawyer. You know, and then she posts a photo of herself uh, curled up in his lap like a baby with her feet bare, which is going to be a entry now in wiki feet um no it's true it's true you're right it's true (laughs) and she's you know an interesting person because she's crafted an identity that allows her to blur the lines between no genealogical connection to Mm -hmm. being from spain to speaking with a spanish accent Mm -hmm. despite how do you say cucumber that's right how do you Mm -hmm. say no in spanish (laughs) and these are the photos these two posted yesterday it it just is they're missing just they're missing uh, uh the sensitivity chip. I don't. It, again, we have to make fun of them because uh, yeah. it's so ridiculous. Both these photos were completely unnecessary. <laughs> the pose of Hilaria and Alex lap criminal. Okay, <laughs> the lack of shoes. Bleh. The big diamond like twisting in the wind on her finger, and like she's a little baby. And then oh, how do it's you say something. no in Spanish? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, no. It's something. Is are the tickets gone, Grant? Yes, they are. So okay. we got we got uh, who was it again? Uh, Kim. Kim was Kim. our winner. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Kim for is the winner. Yes. I mean, I think she got in his lap, so we would notice how muy pequeña she is. That's a great. Little... Look at how tiny she is in his lap. But we've we've known this forever. I know. She's so weird. I know. She is, and the pixel quality of the photo that he first did. Of him looking all blurry, that seems to fit too. Anyway, anyway, I'll, that's happening. I, I, the karma over this whole rust shooting or this whole movie is very strange. That they're in Montana and Helena's husband is an executive producer, and I guess it's he's doing it for the footage. Even yeah. though they're not <laughs> filming anymore it's in just New a, Mexico. It's just something we don't understand how people go through grief either. Yes, That's exactly. his process and That's how he's, he's dealing with it. It's just very... Kevin Costner's people have maybe struck back yes, with an have. insider talking to uh, the Daily Mail that um, Kevin Costner, of course, it, not coming from Costner, but this insider said that Kevin Costner... When he tried to raise concerns about which way the Yellowstone season five was going, hello, governor, um, <laughs> he was told to stick to acting. Yes. Oh my God. So that is so, oh. and and it's gone. Um, no. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and when he was ready to start filming again, the scripts weren't done. Right. Oh. So I, we talked about that yeah, the other so day. So there was a lot of things going on, and it just sounds like Taylor Sheridan, according to this article, has like a God complex now. Well, this is what Kevin Costner is trying to let us know, that Taylor is the star of the show, that Kevin is just, you know, trying to have some input. He is an executive producer, after all. Yeah. yeah. And the storyline didn't sell in season five. No. And so he's absolutely right. So good luck, Kevin, getting your way and getting Taylor Sheridan to listen to you. Because he hasn't written like the last couple seasons of Yellowstone. Yes. He's had oh partial. No, you can't the, write that many because he's involved in so many things. You're right. He but, oversees but he, it of some, in some no, way. No, I mean, but he wrote like every episode of Mayor of Kingstown just about. Oh, Tulsa God. King. Mm-mm. He used to write all the Yellowstone 
the drama between these that's come out with all these shows behind the scenes is more interesting than the first half of the fifth season of Yellowstone. I know. <laughs> it really I mean, is. Stick to acting. I don't think. Oh. Yeah, I, don't, I could see Kevin Costner not taking that well. And no one would. No, If right. you were complaining about something that you didn't want to do or something they were making you do and your our boss said, stick to talking. Right, right. Stick to your job. Stick to your job, lady. Stick to what you do. Ooh. Okay, I, I overheard something yesterday that you were talking about, Lori, with Grant. Okay. And I did a little research on it today, and I don't know if you... Read this or not, so we're going to find okay. out random. So we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at trustlerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, I don't know how we got on, and I don't know if this was on the air yesterday. It's everything's melting together. Who can say? Who can say? But so we were talking about running marathons in the double wide, and I said I made it up to an eight minute mile at some point. And you're talking about poop running down people's legs at grandma's and grand. I don't know what you were saying, Mm -hmm. but the three of us were having this very lively conversation. Yes. So I'm reading what's trending today in some website, and the trend is, why does running make a marathon make people poop? And it's called runner's diarrhea, and there actually is a scientific reason you need to to go to the bathroom while you're running a marathon. And Everything is on a washing machine cycle well, as you're running. <laughs> it's, it's, it shifts it shifts in the blood flow. So during physical exercise, the increased activity of sympathetic nervous system redistributes blood flow from the basically the stomach organs, the internal organs, you know, your intestines and all that stuff to working muscles. And so it severely reduces the blood flow flow to the abdominal gastrointestinal organs and it causes this crazy thing like pooping Mm. and so another reason so you've already got the blood flow going away from you know all your organs inside and it's going to your extremities and then you have when you're running and working so hard of the muscle group working your gluteus maximus your quads your calves your feet your sphincter and your sphincter, <laughs> your sphincter is the weakest yes and it cannot control muscles when your legs and pelvis are doing all these other things oh my god it's uncontrollable it's uncontrollable muscle spasm but you've already got this other thing going on that none of the blood flow is going where it's supposed to be in your internal organs for extended period of time so they did a study, and this is an old one. What percentage of runners poop 
while they're... 20, um, 20%. 62% stop Ooh. and poop while training for a marathon. You just, you just do it. 43% had nervous diarrhea before the race. Yeah. Um, 51% had diarrhea after the race. And during the race, that's a lower number, but it's only like 13% of people yeah. during the race. And it's just, it's any form of runner's diarrhea, it is not related to age. It's not related to previous intestinal infections or food poisoning or allergies or fiber. It's just basically your anatomy. I cannot run then. You never could. <laughs> you never liked to anyway. I never did. I like it that that's going to be the excuse. Yes. I, I, I can't it. take a chance. It, and it's got a name if you want to have the name. I can't yeah. run them. Uh, yeah. Another know. good reason not to run marathons. That's, that's, thank you. I was yeah. like, this is just another reason for me not to do this. There you go. Um, okay, tomorrow's Earth Day. Yes. And um, we have posted on the Lori and Julia show page, there are so many activities going on around the Twin Cities area to celebrate Earth Day. And basically, the Earth Day, a guy, a dude in Wisconsin created it back really? in, in the 70s. Yeah, a, a congressperson or representative. And it's basically to remind people of all ages to reduce your usage of unsustainable products, pesticides that threaten our waters. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people who throw out too much food, the methane Fetamine gas or whatever it's called. Methane. Methane gas in the in the dumps and everything. Yeah. Gets out there. That's not good for our environment. So here's just a couple things to take advantage of on there. I mean, I just want to say this because you brought it on at the beginning. You know, what was my mercury in retrograde or mercury Your retro shade my retro two weeks shade. ago. Because I think because of COVID and extended period of some things going on, there's more dirt on the road, and I also am attributing it to less, less garbage cans at gas stations. Some of them put in one so little you can't even use them. And um, it, I don't know if you guys have noticed that, especially... Joy, with, you notice everything in the I retro do, shade. I you do notice about everything. right now. Mm-hmm. I do, and I'm making a difference, and I'm going yeah. out with bags, yeah. and I'm trying to do things that I can control, and it makes me feel better. Yeah. But... Um, Repurpose your containers. You know, if you get like um, salsa in a jar, you clean out the jar, use it for something else because it's a good glass jar. Yes. Um, ham packages, you know, with lids or turkey, reuse those. I always reuse right. those. So, yeah, they're good little, uh, you know, Tupperware. Yeah. I, I had a buddy and growing up, his mom would always reuse Gatorade bottles and water bottles and refill those and put them in the fridge and, you know, rather than buy. You know, yeah, yeah, more yeah. bottle water. She would. We'd have you know bottle of water, but it was refilled. Yeah, right. we use the uh, Gatorade bottles to make ice. Fill them with water because they're oh. good they're ice, ice cooler. coolers, and they're solid, yes, like, more solid than yeah, like a yeah. water bottle. They yeah, are. All, yeah. Um, if you have um, people who need the plastic bags that you might get at your grocery stores or at a Target or Walmart or whatever, food banks always need bags. Mm. to give their customers their food in. So oh. that might be a great place to recycle those. Okay. Um, free cycle is a thing that's going on right now with clothes. Um, don't throw out your clothes. Bring them to Goodwill. Or there's a ton of Facebook web places that you can bring your clothes to and things like that. Um, keeping your home tight, sealing the cracks in the doors, using less heat and energy in the summer, and air conditioning, whatever. Heat yeah. in the winter, you know. And also the big one is, there was a study last week about how much food we waste, and it's primarily fruits and vegetables. Yeah, um, Keep them in the front of your refrigerator where you can see them. And um, 
remember using a paper towel. It keeps them the dampness out of them and helps them not rot so much. Right. Um, so anyway, that's just kind of a big one. I just I think you people can feel compost. strongly about you can compost. You totally if you have can a little compost. Yard. That's so if easy you to have, do. Coffee grounds, right. eggshells, all that kind of stuff. All that. But they're really around St. Paul, clean up our city. That's starting tomorrow. Um, you can do Earth Day on Central Avenue in North Minneapolis, Northeast Minneapolis. There's runs, Loring Park, Bush Lake. They're everywhere. If you want to be a part be of your... 41 and cloudy tomorrow, but no rain. No. And just, I like to bring gloves and then put a rubber glove over it. Oh, for picking for up picking stuff. picking up stuff. Yeah, good idea. And I use and I bring two bags with me at all times, so mm-hmm. I don't get too much, you know, ickiness on me. You are a trash picker. I am, <laughs> and it makes me feel good. But so those are the earth. But everyone can do their part, and so I was so obsessed that helped me out. So all the sites are listed. It'd be a great thing to get your kids involved and that sort of stuff. So yeah. there's my little. Sugar baker thing. Other things that are happening, which I don't know if I would be too happy, is what um, Valley Fair is trying to keep Valley Fair safe. So they've introduced this new thing that if you are um, 15 years and younger, you have to be accompanied by an adult, a 21-year-old. I get this. To remain in the park past 4 p.m. I'm just thinking. Wow. I get it. I I think this is. You, you you, you You don't like it? Well, when I was 14, my girls and I, my yeah. girlfriends and I, a parent would drop us off and then great. a parent would pick us up. Yeah. But then also it turns into babysitting. Like we had this issue at the golf course a lot okay. with, our, with our, you know, the, you know, what happened would be is they would drop their kids off for the day and they'd play their nine holes. And then all of a sudden they'd spend, you know, golf three hours, an amusement park, though. but still three hours in, in these restaurants or, you know, in the, you know, with no accompanied adult supervision and they're in the clubhouse, you know, causing a ruckus and. I, I, I don't agree with it, but I see why they're yes. doing it. Yeah. Mall of America is doing the same. They've been doing this they've for a long time. They've been doing this for time. It's for safety reasons, yeah. too. Yeah. But I don't it's agree just with a it, little different. It. So heads up, because um, Valley Fair is opening May 14th. Um, and season passes, you get to go there on the 13th. Mm-hmm. But it's just a new rule, and that's kind of a big change. So make sure you know about that before you drive yeah. all the way out there if you live far away. Right. To Valley Fair to yeah. make sure that that's happening. Um, I thought this was kind of a, a good story. Sad for the person who bought the lottery ticket that has not claimed it yet for $1.5 million in California oh. at a Los Gatos, which is the cutest town in California, um, mobile station on October 26th. But they only have a few days left to claim Uh-oh. their ticket. And if it goes unclaimed, what happens to it? I love this. Um, what happens is if nobody submits a claim in time, the $1.5 million prize money will go to public schools in California in line with the lottery's mission. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they can't take the money back. They give it to the community. All right. So I thought, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of cool. Other things, the mayor of Oakland, California, was blindsided <laughs> when the A's moved. Really? Were you, though? I mean, I'm in a Hollywood He speak, said in yeah. good faith, no one was negotiating us before they moved the Oakland A's to Vegas. No, they weren't. And that is... That that's is, a total lie. That's, that's a complete that's lie. That's her side of the story. Yeah, yeah that's her... Blindsided. Yeah, no. They've been trying for years to give them... I didn't know the Oakland A's were moving to Vegas. This I just told came you this out, yesterday. Yeah, this just came out yesterday that <laughs> oh. there's a site in Vegas that was purchased for a ballpark. And everybody's now linking it to the Oakland A's. But mm-hmm. they have the worst stadium in baseball. There's a reason why the Oakland Raiders left there. Yeah. It, they, get, they draw no attendance. This is been the case in Oakland for the last 15 to 20 years yes. and for her to come out and say nobody be 
S. Okay. All right. The Inside Sports. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Right. Let's do Inside Traffic. Nothing like some Housewives Hollywood speaking. So, camera judge was, of course, talking to, uh, you know, Teddy Mellencamp, who she does a show with. And Teresa Judice had um, called her, I mean, Tamara, called Tamara a bad friend, quote, unquote. Um, and here's what what Tamara had to say about that. She said, not today, forehead, not today, ding dong, not today, jailbird. I'm not having it. <laughs> slam, Ooh. slam, slam. Not today, you don't have a forehead. Not today, you went to prison because you were too stupid to look at your husband's paperwork. Not today, you're not the brightest bulb. <laughs> Wow, those are serious slams. Yeah, they're good. Not today, forehead. Not today, jailbird. Well, um, those I, are slams. Yeah, they were. So she doesn't care at all. No, she doesn't want to be her friend. Teresa? Maybe Teresa thought that Tamara was more of a friend than Tamara thought she was. Yeah, I think also Teresa is really one of the most prickly. Oh people to ever appear on person but she's always you don't know the line of what offends her is constantly moving so you don't know you don't ever know yeah, she right. she she's unpredictable i can see why you would say not today forehead yep. to a lot of what Teresa judice has to say it's just too much uh what do you make of um you know queen elizabeth would have been 97 yes today. she would have and um so there was a photo put mm-hmm. out that we haven't seen before and it's elizabeth on a couch with all her corgis all of the grandkids oh that was taken uh, before whenever, she passed before she passed who's not in it well they weren't li- they didn't live there Lori. that's on Are them. You all right with that uh, totally okay they were there though they just like the word is that there. This what, photo the daughter was, wasn't even born yet. It, well, yeah. I don't oh, know. Lori, the daughter wasn't even born yet. I can't think. You can't. No, you can't I can't go here that. anymore. I'm okay. sick of it. They made a decision to leave the monarchy and move to California. It's like the royal version of uh, Teresa Judice against her brother Joe Borga. It really is. <laughs> it's William against Harry, yeah. and I'm just I'm burnt out on it. And I think people make too much over a damn picture. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would have been safer if she would have been surrounded by her horses and her corgis. Right. Than children, but whatever. Beatrice's daughter wasn't in there either, so. All right, there you go. Okay, Andy Cohen on his radio show, he did what we've been doing all week, called out the New York Post and said, what do they have against Kelly and Mark? Mark. He so, said, he goes, I have a bone to pick with the New York Post. They had their premiere the other day. And the Post writes an article saying the response to the show was bad. And they quote like seven negative tweets about the show. This is a national show that gets about 5 million viewers a day. It's, it's the like number, number one, one in morning their time show. slot. Mm-hmm. So the Post decides to lazily report that, oh, people hate it based on the trolley tweets. Okay, now, trolls are going to tweet all the time, no matter anything. Don't report it as news post. Right. And well, remember, uh, Rupert Murdoch owns the New York Post and Fox News was just found, you know, they agreed they lied about the election. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is the New York Post. When they have an axe to grind, they grind it. And Andy knows it. And he's sticking up. 
for his friend, uh, Kelly Rippa and Mark. And he said, but you know what? You are lazy. You are lazy with this kind of writing. This is Megyn Kelly journalism. Slam. She is. She's so bad. I don't listen. Yeah. But I mean, you know, she'll make headlines Mm. for. These very people, uh, people who are controversial will. But always, I think it's also the fact that people um, sometimes stuff that is gets passed off as news is opinion. Agreed. You know, agreed. And, and the, New York, that, the New York Post, I almost wish that that was like a media column like they used to have. And it's yeah. just somebody bitching about it right. rather than, you know, taking it because my mom is like, oh, I read that Kelly and Mark is doing really bad. And I'm like. I've watched it every day this week, and they've been absolutely darling. I, I thought so, too. And, you know, um, uh, Ryan Seacrest was just in People magazine talking a little bit more about leaving the Kelly and Ryan show. And, you know, he was only supposed to be there for three, stayed for six. The bi-coastal stuff was crazy, but he has a big interest in food. And what he has is he actually has um, started an organic olive oil company, and an organic wine company is really excited about pursuing these other things. So that's just... All I know is Roger Freeman gets a burr, a bee in his bonnet every once in a while and writes about Ryan Seacrest's whole family being on his charitable foundation board and all yes. of them getting paid six figures. That's, he doesn't that's a like tough that. one. Yeah. I understand that one. I agree with that. For, yeah. chari- for nonprofits and everyone's getting paid over $100,000 and they're all family members. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a tough one. That's why he's going into the olive oil business. Don't donate. Don't mm-hmm. donate. That's right. <laughs> Don't donate. <laughs> uh, Kourtney Kardashian posted on Instagram today, so much criticism and hate and negativity lately. Let's do better, if not for the world, for yourself, for your children, for your friends and family. I promise the negativity and hate will not make you feel happier. Here's what I say. for the day. Okay, here's what I say. You know what? People are sick of social media. People are sick of the negative crap on social media. And what I say to the Kardashians who get offended, this one in Mm -hmm. particular, Chloe. This is Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Just stop. This is Courtney. You don't she need doesn't, to preach to everybody. You're this, not going to tell the world. Chloe is the preacher. You're getting your sisters mixed All right, up. All right, fine. Courtney is doing this because Shanna. She got Shannon, the ex-wife, said something about her being with her kids more. That's a text and a phone call to that person. The out loud dialogue. I, if someone, it's gotten off that people well, can't confront other people when they have issues. Yeah. They think it's safer to go to the clouds and text things and put it out there versus call, picking up the phone and saying, hey. Yeah. Well, I it's got to hurt the mom, right. Shanna. Pick that, up the phone and call her. That Courtney, her, that Shanna's, you know, her kids with the tra- Travis, Parker. Travis Parker, they got up and they were filmed toasting Courtney and saying all these things. So, you know, she's, it just feels raw under the surface. And I, surface. I we feel get like it. they've been divorced for so long. I don't understand why. Because it would it. be it hard if your kids are waxing. How would you like it if your boys were out loud saying how much they love their cool new family, amazing with, family yeah, yeah. with, their, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't go down easy. Yep, I and it. I don't know why Courtney can't understand that. Because she does, like... She is sensitive. I don't get it. Well, she wants everyone I, to not do that. But she's well, letting us know 
that it really did bother her. And you know what? She might want to just pick up the old phone and call. I'm telling people, if you Shanna, have a beef with someone yeah. or something, send them an email, pick up your this phone. Is, this, is, this is celebrity Hollywood speak, I just okay? want We're them not to be more dear, responsible. We're not dear Abby right now, okay? Well, call me later. <laughs> call Julia later. Email. Fax us, send us a note. All right, we'll be right back.